brain health has been very popular in the news lately, and this podcast is for you if you've ever had brain fog, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, CTE, any of these issues, this is the podcast where we're going to jump into the latest research from Dr. Dale Bredesen, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dave Asprey of the Bulletproof Diet, so many other people, all the minds that are really out there paving the way, blazing a path for new research, new strategies that are actually working to get your brain optimized and working at its highest, highest level. The Brain Builders Podcast is just for you. So get a notebook, get a pen, and get ready to open up your mind and get back to the person that you were meant to be. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we are back to Dave Asprey's book, Headstrong, the Bulletproof Plan to Activate Untapped Brain Energy to Work Smarter and Think Faster in Just Two Weeks, and we finished up about cravings. So, are cravings a problem for you? Ask yourself if any of the following symptoms feel familiar. Do you have frequent blood sugar dips throughout the day, usually around 3 o'clock? Do you have a strong desire to eat something sweet after a meal? Do you have an inability to go more than two or three hours between meals? Do you get irritable when you're hungry? Oh, (laughs) that's me all day long. Um, Exhaustion after spending time in a noisy or chaotic environment. If this sounds like you, pay extra attention to the chapters ahead that focus on light, environmental toxins, and ketosis, which is the state your body is in when it is burning fat more efficiently to make energy. So now brain weakness number three is the inability to focus. When you sit down to read or write something, do you find that you can only concentrate for a moment or two before you become distracted by thoughts, worries, or even things in the environment around you? When your brain can't focus the way you want it to, it's virtually impossible to perform at your peak. Dave Asprey suffered with this symptom for many years before he realized that it was largely a result of his fight-or-flight response being turned on when he didn't want it to be. Our friend the Labrador doesn't care about the work you're trying to focus on or what your kids are saying to you. His job is to keep you alive. So he is busy sussing about potential threats in your environment. Is that blinking light on the stove, the start of a fire? Was that ding signaling that you got a text message, a sign of danger? Is that fly buzzing around your head, an animal that's trying to eat you? Labradors aren't that smart. They are lovable and and cuddly, though. So your more highly evolved human brain might know the difference between an approaching car and an approaching lion, but your Labrador doesn't. And he is always on alert, trying to keep you safe. What a good dog. The problem is, when your Labrador is always screaming, emergency, it's impossible to focus on the things you need to get done. It gets worse when your brain doesn't get enough energy. Maybe you overindulged in a few too many beers and all of your oxygen and nutrient-rich blood went to your liver to help process the alcohol. Now your brain feels like it's going to die because it has less energy. This is just as stressful to your brain as a tiger, and it signals yet another emergency. When the brain is lower on energy, it stimulates the release of cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and adrenaline, which is the fight-or-flight hormone, to make emergency fuel. 
The adrenaline breaks down muscle in order to access stored sugar reserves, which in turn signals your pancreas to release the insulin needed to metabolize that sugar. The resultant insulin spike creates an even greater brain emergency, and your brain triggers the release of more cortisol, and suddenly you want to flee. How could you possibly be expected to focus with all that going on? Over time, this cycle can lead to a condition known as insulin resistance, and Dr. Dale Bredesen talks about how insulin resistance is the cause of type 1.5 Alzheimer's, by the way. And this is a state in which your body becomes desensitized to insulin. When your body doesn't respond to insulin, your cells have trouble absorbing glucose, so it builds up in the bloodstream instead of being used to make energy. This creates unstable brain energy, which puts you in in and out of fight-or-flight mode throughout the day. The result? You're easily distracted and can't seem to focus, no matter how hard you try. It is possible to stop this cycle and end the fluctuations of adrenaline, cortisol, and insulin in your bloodstream by stabilizing your blood sugar throughout the day. In fact, during the writing of this book, he received test results showing perfect insulin sensitivity while on the Headstrong program, the very lowest score possible, one out of a possible 120. When you have stable blood sugar, it will help appease the Labrador, turn off your fight-or-flight response, and allow you to finally pay attention to what you want when you want. So is inability to focus a problem for you? Ask yourself if any of the following symptoms feel familiar. Consistently interrupting others during a conversation. Wandering thought when trying to concentrate. Trouble completing tasks or meeting deadlines. Being chronically late for appointments despite your best efforts. Difficulty staying organized. Inability to multitask efficiently. Shifting from one topic to another in conversation. If this sounds like you, pay extra attention to the chapters ahead that focus on ketosis, meditation, and breathing exercises. And me personally, ketosis is something that takes a little little extra work. You have to learn how to measure your ketone levels, and that's something you can do with the ketone um, monitor that is not super expensive. It's the ketone strips if you want to use the, um, to test your blood, which is more accurate than the urine strips for your ketosis. That's, uh, that is a little pricier, but I literally attest to the fact that I was a sweets junkie. I love sweets. <laughs> when I went on the ketosis diet or ketogenic diet and got into mild ketosis, because Dr. Bredesen encourages a state of mild ketosis, I felt literally felt like I did when I was a kid again. And my digestion was great. My energy was off the charts but in, in a good, stable way, not a jittery, I had too many espressos kind of way. Okay, back to Dave Asprey. So brain weakness number four, low energy. Are you tired all the time, or do you have a predictable energy slump at the same time every day? Do you find yourself moving slower than you'd like as if you're trapped in quicksand, or does your brain just feel foggy like you're hungover or jet lagged, even when you're not? These are all symptoms of the same brain weakness, low energy. There are several things that may cause low energy, but the main culprit is poor blood sugar regulation. When you become insulin resistant and your body is unable to effectively process sugar, your brain pays the price. You'll have brain fog and fatigue and feel like life is passing you by. Luckily, it's relatively easy to regulate your blood sugar by following the high-fat diet in this program that teaches your body how to burn fat as fuel. The other main cause of this brain weakness is inefficient mitochondria. No matter how stable your blood sugar is, if your mitochondria can't produce energy efficiently, you'll always be tired. 
Lucky for you, the Headstrong program is specifically designed to make your mitochondria more efficient at creating energy. If you follow these guidelines, you will notice an uptick in your energy level in as little as two weeks, and that is 100% true. The final cause of low energy is brain kryptonite. Anything that pulls too much energy away from your brain and into another part of your body will leave you feeling sluggish. Changes to your environment that eliminate toxins will give you a needed energy boost. So, is low energy a problem for you? Ask yourself if any of the following symptoms feel familiar. An afternoon energy slump, lack of mental clarity or fuzzy thoughts, which is also known as brain fog, fatigue and muscle weakness, sudden reduction in grip strength, sleep that isn't refreshing, extreme exhaustion after physical or mental exertion, or general malaise. That's one of my favorites. If this sounds like you, pay extra attention to the chapters ahead that focus on ketosis, mitochondria, and environmental toxins. Brain weakness number five, moodiness and anger. Most people don't realize that their mood swings and uncontrollable anger are a direct result of a weakness in their brain. Think about the triune brain model again. The most highly evolved human brain receives energy last after the reptile and Labrador are both fed. As we discussed, this part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, also requires the greatest amount of energy in order to function and therefore contains the highest density of mitochondria. Because of its massive energy requirements, and the fact that it gets energy last, this is the part of the brain that usually suffers first when you don't have enough energy. You've probably already figured out that it's the prefrontal cortex that helps to control your moods. This part of the brain is in charge of personality expression, decision-making, and moderating social behavior. You obviously can't perform well if you're making bad decisions and acting poorly in social situations. So it's crucial for you to get enough energy to this part of the brain. In retrospect, it's, not, it's no surprise that the original spec scan for Dave Asprey showed almost no activity in his prefrontal cortex. Back then, his moods and emotions were all over the place. He had road rage and often snapped at the people around him. It didn't take much to set him off. Now that he's hacked his brain, his moods and emotions are completely different. He's more patient, even-keeled, and full of joy. Yes, joy. Even that is hackable. So is moodiness or anger a problem for you? Ask yourself if any of the following symptoms feel familiar. Do you have a highly active middle finger to communicate? Tendency to snap at people over small things. Lack of patience. Depression. Mood swings. Quick temper. Volatile behavior. History of impulsive poor decisions. If this sounds like you, pay extra attention to the chapters ahead that focus on mitochondria, environmental toxins, and brain kryptonite. So no matter where you're starting from, rest assured that the Headstrong program can help you. Just by using these techniques, Dave went from suffering from all five brain weaknesses to having none of them. He can now count on his brain to work the way he needs it to, no matter what is going on in his environment. The difference this has made in his life, career, and relationships is incalculable. And he can't wait for you to experience the same type of results. So head points, don't forget these three things. Certain foods, products, in our environment, types of light, and even forms of exercise can weaken your brain. All useless stimuli, potential threats, ringing phones, flashing lights, and so on, use energy in your brain. Forgetfulness, forgetfulness, cravings, low energy, moodiness, and inability to focus are all symptoms of low brain energy. So head start, do these three things right now. Stop blaming yourself for running out of willpower. It's not a moral failing. Reduce the amount of stimuli in your environment when you want to focus. Turn off the phone, limit alerts from your computer, and cover the windows. 
Make the most important decisions first every day before you can experience decision fatigue. So tomorrow's show is going to be interesting because I'm going to be at a networking event around so many fascinating people, and I'm going to do a um, do the podcast. I'm going to try to do it at noon. I'm going to be in the middle of a VIP lunch with a, a lot of the speakers at this event. I'm going to see if I can get some of them on the Facebook Live, but I'll be doing the podcast on Facebook Live at the same time. It'll be very interesting. Hopefully, I have a good internet connection for that. But uh, really excited for that. Um, we are still, I just had some patients ask me today about the Brain Builders Masterclass, the online class, and that is um, going to be opening for registration soon. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be, but it's going to be fairly soon. Uh, there's a link in the description of the podcast, as always, for that. That will add you to the wait list, and then I can um, email you when registration is open so that you can make sure you get in there for the, um, for the exciting, life-altering information. And you're going to get a lot of the great information that we, that we give in this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about uh, Dr. Dale Bredesen. We talk a lot. Uh, we're going to, in the, in the updated version, I'm going to really find out. I've got a group of 75 right now that are really awesome people that are, are just being so helpful. And we're going to find out exactly what they think needs to be added to the class to make, to make it even more valuable, or, yeah, valuable to you because I want to offer as much value as possible and um, we already included a Cambridge Brain Sciences uh, assessment. And um, my ultimate goal would be to have people that come into the group do the Cambridge Brain Sciences assessment. And it can be based on if you have PTSD, early onset Alzheimer's, dementia. There's certain categories and certain tests that you take to see what your score is based on your, on your sex and age. And then at the end of the, of the six-week class, and we might even extend it another couple of weeks so that it's two months, once you do your, the dietary changes and do all the different things that we discuss in the class, we want you to retake and get, get another assessment that we can actually show that it's, it's working and helping heal your brain. And we're probably going to throw in some of uh, Dave Asprey's Headstrong uh, tips as well. So as I research and learn more about brain health, I'm going to continue to optimize the Brain Builders class. Very excited to uh, offer that to people, as you know. And this is Dr. John DeWitt. This has been the Brain Builders Podcast. And we will be on Facebook Live tomorrow at noon from the Wyndham in Orange County, California at the ServeX event. Have a phenomenal day. And we will talk to you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.